This is a disclaimer. We are going to talk about everything. We are going to be real. Mm-hmm. We are going to be honest. Yeah. We are going to be open. Mm-hmm. We are going to be candid as fuck. And we're going to curse. Oops. We're going to say all the curses. We're going to say fuck, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> what if our mom wants to listen? Okay, let's talk about it. My. <laughs> I can't sing, so this isn't gonna work. Alright, let's start here. My persuasion can build a nation, endless power. With our love, we can devour. Beyonce. You forgot the most important part. You'll do anything. You'll do anything for I really wanted to keep that part out. You'll do anything for me who run the world, girls. True. Um, okay. No, I'm not a snack at all. Look, baby, I'm the whole damn meal. David, you ain't being slick. Don't you dare try to cop a feel. The juice ain't worth the squeeze if the juice don't look like this. Hold up, nigga, please. Don't make me have to take your bitch shit. Juice by Lizzo. My whole face the whole time was like, what? I love her songs. Her songs pump me up. I love Lizzo. Yeah, I love Lizzo so much. She's such a badass, beautiful, fucking gorgeous. (laughs) I I think she's so so gorgeous. (laughs) I was just looking at pictures of her. Even without makeup. But can you talk about how my lyrics are always so much shorter than yours? That's not true. Remember when you did the chill now? The very first one, mine was really long. And you were like, wow. And then, like, I started, you know, shortening it up. (laughs) And then you started saying, like, the whole song. But I fuck with Lizzo. Um, I have a lot to say. (laughs) Anyway, hi, everyone. Hi. Welcome. Episode six. We're really getting up there. Yeah, episode six. I kind of like it. I can't wait for episode ten. That's like a milestone. Yeah. And we're getting there. We're on the other side. Wow. Yo, actually, we we plan our podcast in advance, and episode 10 is going to be a really special podcast, actually. Why? Because I don't want to say it on the microphone, but we're going to have a special guest who's coming here. Oh. Yeah. If you do the math in your head, that's episode 10. Yay. Yeah. That's exciting. Hopefully (laughs) that'll be our next special guest because we... Well, we're going to have a special guest before that. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. But then another special guest after that. Okay. (laughs) So our next two special guests are super duper special. They're so special. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, so this episode is... Let's just hop right in. Okay. Um, this episode is, we're going to keep, it's all about keeping it real. We're going to keep it really real. I mean, we we always keep it real, but this one, it can, honestly, this is a touchy subject. I'm going to talk about stuff. We're going to talk about stuff we kind of feel uncomfortable with. Yeah. And I think that that's good. Yeah. Um, because we're talking about something that is related to race. Um. But let's talk about the whole tip of the day first. But before we, but that also is about keeping it real. Because my whole tip of the day is... Saying exactly how you feel, mm. especially to men or women, depending on um, your preference. So I think when you're dating, it's very important to say exactly how you feel. Um, I have so many examples of this, but when I mentioned this, Deb had a really good story to tell. And I was like, <laughs> 
cracking up because it sounds just like me. <laughs> but go ahead. Yeah, Dad, so I I remember, you know, we spend all our time together. And I remember Kia had just started dating this dude. And in the beginning, you know, things were gravy. <laughs> but I don't know. I guess he started, like, just being weird and not stupid. Just he started <laughs> being stu- Or no, he had been being stupid. But, like. I didn't notice how stupid he was until <laughs> this yeah. sounds so mean. No, but, but some people are just really dumb. Like I realized we just weren't on the same page. Well, in your words, you told me like, Deb, I think he's really dumb. I don't know if he knows how to do simple math. And I was like, what? <laughs> he was, you were like, I don't think he knows how to multiply. And I was like, what? Yeah. Stupid. Um, but basically I was in the car with you and you were trying to make plans with him and he said something to you. I don't even know what it was, but it was probably dumb. And you were like, no, (laughs) that's dumb. (laughs) No, that's dumb. You idiot. Like, and this is crazy because my mom says this all the time too. She's like, why do you talk to men this way? My current partner, I do not talk like really mean to. Or, you know what? That's a question I should ask him. Like, do you feel like I talk mean to you? I don't think I do. But, like, I swear every guy before that, like, I think it's good to speak your mind, but I think that I was on another level. Like, (laughs) I spoke my mind and with attitude and power. Like, you are going to know how I'm feeling and I'm going to, like, snap about it. But long story short, I just think it's really important to say how you feel because in the long run, it really helps. It really makes things easier for you because they can never say that you didn't tell them exactly how you're feeling. True. Um, One of our friends had made on her Tinder profile and she put down that she wanted a relationship. Yes, that was so inspiring to me. Do you know how much time she saved herself? She had a boyfriend the next month. (laughs) (laughs) I know that sounds like a joke, but it's serious. No, I They were both on the same path. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Pete Diddy says, honesty saves everyone time. Exactly. I'm saving myself time, which is the most important when I'm being honest with you. Mm -hmm. And I'm saving you time because you're not out here thinking that i want one thing and (laughs) you're not out here thinking i think you're not dumb right i just with so many men it was very clear about what i wanted there was this one incident where this guy like had me all the way fucked up and um did something that i felt was disrespectful and i'm like hey this is where i draw the line i know Mm -hmm. we've been date we were actually dating for months and he did Mm -hmm. something that drew the line for me and i'm like Nothing against you. I wasn't ignorant to him or the girl that he bought around me. I was actually being really nice. And then as soon as I left, I'm like, just so you know, that shit is fucked up. Have a nice day. Mm-hmm. Nice life. Um, I'm moving on. This was great. And then, of course, he sent me paragraphs and paragraphs like, and tried to hit me up from time to time. But I'm going to just be real with you. And it makes me feel better knowing that, like, I'm being honest and yeah. I'm not lying about how I feel because my feelings and what I want is most important. And I think if all of us did that, we would all be happier beings. Exactly. I think you should say exactly how you feel to yourself, too. Because mm-hmm. I think a lot of people end up in situationships, not even in situationships, but even situations, because they don't want to recognize their own feelings Mm -hmm. and it's a difficult thing to do to sit down and be like this is how I feel and I'm going to commit to that feeling Mm -hmm. but you know sometimes you just got to do it I think you know I'm in a position where I might have to just be like oh 
I need to focus on my needs and say what my needs are and not be afraid of the repercussions of saying my needs. But right. first, I need to talk to myself and be like, <clears throat> Deb, what are your needs? Um, and even, I might just sit down and literally write it out because mm-hmm. so that, that way I don't get confused. <clears throat> Sometimes, like, if I'm arguing with someone or if me and him, if me and like someone I'm dating or, or in a relationship with are not agreeing, sometimes I write it down just for myself, what I'm thinking. So one, I don't forget. And two, I'm being real and like transparent with my feelings. Mm-hmm. Cause in that moment I'm feeling these feelings for a reason. So maybe I'm not going to snap on you and start texting you like all these text messages and going nuts. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you should be overly emotional or not think twice about the things you say but i think it's important to take a step back acknowledge how you're feeling Mm -hmm. and always be transparent about it yeah i and this is so important in general but especially in dating yeah dating especially just saves you so much time i don't know i think it's hard when you meet someone great and you you have to break up because your needs aren't aligned. That's the mm, worst. Yeah. That's because the then you still worst. love each other. Yeah. But you guys weren't on the same page from the beginning, which probably could have been avoided. Yes, yeah, true. Yeah. And at any point along the way, but like, oh my God. Yeah. You just have to recognize, like, oh man, this person could be great, but we're just on two different wavelengths. Yeah. And I need to just say what I need because me spending time with this person, look, I freelance, so every hour of my life is a dollar. Like, not not literally a dollar, but you know, my time yeah, is money. T- everyone. Yeah, yeah, really for everyone. Yeah. But, you know, like recently I've really been taking that into consideration and I could really enjoy spending time with someone, but... If my needs aren't being addressed, then I'm missing out on money because I could be email, you know, mm-hmm. I could be making yeah. money during that time. Exactly. You know, so. I think the older you get, the more you, the the less patience you have for that shit anyway. Yeah. Where, like, you're not saying exactly how you're feeling. It's like, I'm too old yeah, to, true, definitely. to even do this to myself. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my whole tip of the day. We're going to keep it short and simple. We just feel like it's important to always say how you're feeling. Oh, even when you're texting, because that's the thing I have to tell Deb all the time. I definitely. I have to text for her because she's like, (laughs) she's either like, I don't know, just either like doing the most or not enough. And I'm just trying to use like too many emojis. Too many emojis. Just say what you're feeling and let's move on. I'm not doing that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, guys, so we're going to be talking about interracial dating. Um, just so you all know, we're going to talk about our own personal experiences. Um, it can be very heavy and very, like, overwhelming to, like, cover the whole thing. There's so many different races, so many different colors, so many backgrounds. All we can do is talk about our experiences as black women and the race that we dated, which for both of us is white. So we both and white males. So I've dated like other races too, but right, primarily but we're gonna, dated. Yeah, but primarily cuz I dated outside of white and black too. Mm-hmm. But um most significantly for me, the most significant interracial relationship I had was with a white guy. Yeah. So like some background is 
you know, I've dated a white guy in the past, and, you know, we'll get into more of that. And I was just really, I thought he was great. Um, <laughs> and, but, you know, just over time, as you get more into, for me, activism and just understanding the importance mm-hmm. of being a black woman, I really just thought I would never date another white dude again. Right. Because just on some, on a basic level, I didn't want to have to explain things all the time. And I think mm-hmm. we could talk a lot about what that means. But also, I didn't want to be fetishized. And that's something I experienced being a black woman. You know, when I lived in Penang, I basically didn't date. And it's because all my options were like white backpacker tourists. And they would just fetishize me because there mm-hmm. weren't that many black Americans. <clears throat> and it's actually funny because the second a black American dude came into town, I pretty much just, like, cooked up with him. And all my friends were like, you were just waiting this whole time. We thought that you just didn't want to have sex. But really, it was just that you were waiting for a black guy. And I'm like, yeah, kind of. (laughs) But I say all that to say I'm dating a white person now, and I think it's important to talk about these things, you yeah. know? And he's, and we like him. We like him, yeah. Yeah, we he's like him. Cute. Um, But there's, I think personally, like, there's conversations that need to be had. I feel like it's easy to, like, tell your friend, even just, like, telling your black friends. Yeah, okay, so it's, that's a that's thing. A, that's a topic to talk about, too. Like, I felt like, and I was telling, talking to my other friend about this, she dates a white person. I felt like the fact that his, like, whenever I told my friends that I was dating someone, because, you know, right off the bat, I was like, oh, yeah, I really fuck with you. But I felt like, you know, I'd be like, his name is such, and he's white. And I was talking to my other friend, and she was like, don't you feel like you always have to, like, disclose that? And I was like, yeah, I don't know why, but I always feel like I have to Mm -hmm. say that he's white. And that could just be my own, you know, feeling but i also feel like you know i was telling kia the other day we were at our friend's house and i was like well maybe don't like mention like that he's white and it's not that i'm ashamed of him being white but it's just you know it and lots of very very valid but like a very complex right you know that that's what the conversation is going to be about yeah is like oh depending on the friend too like you know some friends have very strong feelings about black people not dating outside of our race Mm -hmm. um which is a whole other conversation i i encountered a lot of nasty looks family members that felt some type of way about me Mm -hmm. being with a white person for me i really didn't care about that part of it there's so much more to a relationship than i Mm -hmm. think just the race that's how i feel because there is the individual the individual is also like i think the individual was more significant to me than his race yeah. like the in as far as like the things that were good and bad about our relationship wise because i there were things i did have to explain to this person and there were a lot of conversations that we had to have um like with black lives matter happening in the middle of our conver- in the middle of our um relationship sorry in the middle of our relationship um we had to discuss that. I'm like, you understand, just so you know, like I am afraid for my brother to drive a car mm-hmm. or for, you know, or for him to be walking up the street and have like an encounter with someone. I just don't know what's going to happen versus you 
you don't have to worry the way that we do. Yeah. Like, I had to make sure he understood that because if he didn't, we weren't going to be able to work. Yeah, and that's exhausting It's exhausting. Do. And there's also his family, his friends. Like, I, I was really young when we got together. I was 17, 18 years old when I was dating outside of my race. So I wasn't focused that much on the race part but there were little things that mm-hmm. if i were to hear that now we probably would have broke up because yeah. i'm like oh you think that and it's not because i it's just you become more woke you be, like you said earlier like there's activism and things that you i start carrying myself realizing that i identify with my with my race like yeah. i ended, i am proud to be a black woman so yeah. i carry that in a certain way now where if I were to deal with some of that shit before like that I'm dealing that I dealt with then I probably would have been snapping on people yeah like once for example um my ex had told me like yeah all of my friends want to have sex with a black person at least once what (laughs) (laughs) I'm like oh I bet they do and it he didn't say be with one or date a black girl oh my god with a black girl but that all goes back to being fetishized i heard this when i was like 17 years old Mm. so i don't know what i was thinking at the time i don't know if i was thinking oh that's because we're desirable like i don't know what the fuck i was thinking at the time but i remember hearing that shit and i remember someone telling me probably a, a black friend of mine being like you know that like we're fetishized you know that we're like like objectified all the time and whatever you know like got into like a yeah. deep conversation as an adult and realized oh that was a moment when i realized that this group of white people were fetishizing us and yeah i it just didn't click for me because i was a child but yeah so there's just certain things like knowing that now so if a guy if a white guy because of that experience even if i don't hear it from a white guy say mm-hmm. i was dating a white guy right now even if I don't hear it, knowing those things, may, it, drew, it drew a wedge between me and dating white people now. Mm. Like, I can't do it. Because I remember all of these conversations I had with him, knowing, like, how his friends felt about black people, knowing how his his parents may have felt and, like, who they voted for. And shit like that, conversations that we had that I'm like, I, that drew a wedge for me. Where, like, you said you could, for a while, you felt like, oh, I can't date a white guy again. Yeah, and you definitely. met someone that you thought was great. I feel that way right now, but I just don't see myself coming back. But it was because it, that's just my own experience because of yeah. what I went through with this person. Yeah. But that's not to say that I wouldn't date only white guys right now. I don't think I would date anyone that's not she black did. right now. I mean, I feel that I, I like, I, I think it's difficult for me because I really like, really pretty much until I met this person, I thought I would never date a white person. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it's like you said, the individual, like, kind of, like, surpassed, like, the race and stuff like that. Yeah. So it is what it is. And, you know, I think when it comes time to have those, like, really hard conversations, we will. But, you know, what was something that was really difficult for me to have to accept? What? Is looking at that pink dick. <laughs> oh. Oh, you know, I was not expecting you to say that. Yeah, let's talk about dick. <laughs> let's talk so heavy for us. We were like, we were so like trying to be serious. Well, no, I would you much know, rather talk race about is, dick. race is very serious. But we yeah, can, even like, that pink dick is serious. 
right. you know the other day i know you told me to do this all the time with all dicks but the other day i was like let me see your dick <laughs> i basically had to just look at it and be like okay like this is the dick that i'm gonna this, this is the dick i've chosen yeah look at yeah uh but you know I guess the color of the dick doesn't matter. It's just what that dick do that matter. Right. Yeah, no. It's, yeah. Oh, because that all goes back to what your health tip is going to be about. Oh, snap. Like, there's all different sizes and whatever, but our vaginas are specifically made for for not just dick. But, you know, we can take on anything for real. But that's a whole other topic. Um, but, yeah. Um, when I was in a relationship with a white person, it was definitely, um, I don't think, I don't think that white guys have smaller penises. Yeah. Is that a thing? Is that I don't think it's a thing. And that's not based on (laughs) the guy I was with. I just think from like life experience, (laughs) I don't think that like in general, just from conversations that people have had with me, I don't think that that's really a thing. I don't know if that's a thing for like someone told me. Someone told you white guys have smaller penises? No, that that's not real. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've only, my point is I've only seen one. Yeah. I don't know how much white dick I've seen. I've seen off white dick. <laughs> it's so weird that they're all this, but all vaginas are different too. Yeah, that's something I want to talk about. Speaking of race, let's talk about vagina races. Oh yeah, <laughs> we can talk about that too. Okay. Because I've actually when I this is going to be very upsetting for people to hear. I used to work at this restaurant where the manager said, "I don't fuck with that purple." That's what he <gasps> said to me one time. What color was and I the manager? Know, he was black. What? And I didn't know what he was talking about. <laughs> and then later on, no. I was like, oh, he he he's married to a white lady. He was talking about vagina. Yeah. Like, I can't remember what we were talking about. It was kind of related to sex, but not really. Like, I just, I don't know. This was years ago, but I will never forget that shit. I think that's and, another, like, conversation. Like, black men who refuse to date black women that's disgusting to me like absolutely disgusting yeah it's really sad like but honestly keep them (laughs) y'all like like, you're right you're right you're right but keep them like what type of mindset do you have where you don't want to date us it's something wrong with you if you have no interest in being with a black woman i know this black dude who doesn't date black women and he gets so mad when you say it but the the proof is in the topeness, okay? You mm. really don't date, like, you really don't date black women, and it's obvious. And I don't Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know how to, like, elaborate on this kind of conversation because it's so upsetting. Yeah. That I think I would rather just be like, yeah, take take them take all because you can't change someone's mind like that's something you feel Mm -hmm. that way because of something you've been through something that you experienced and you allowed that to consume you yeah and think that something so so precious as a black woman yeah would be a problem for you yeah that i'd rather just be like you know what you stay over there but then you have the black men who are mad at black women for dating non-black men and it's like uh, we're just getting too like just mind your but own business. But that's why I keep saying like, and 
it, the problem, the thing is, more than likely, I'm sure there are black women that wouldn't date black men. They only want to date white guys. That's a problem. I think that's a problem too. Of to be honest, like, what? I mean, because that more than likely it's because they went through something. Yeah. With a black guy, or maybe let's say sis got cheated on three times. They were all black, and she's at this point. She's like, you know what? White men don't cheat, so I'm gonna just move on to that side. Or that's what, or that's what she thinks. That's what she thinks. Now sis is done, and she's only dating white people. But my thing is, if you are not with someone because of the individual, if you actually went and seeked out something like that for you know, like I know we have types and stuff, and there's certain things you like, like oh, I want you to be tall. I definitely have a type. Can race really be that? Can you say like race can be a type? Right, it can't. Like it's just not. Yeah, but. But at the same time, I am saying I wouldn't date a white guy right now. So, but that's different, you know. <laughs> See what I mean? Like this is just such a heavy conversation. Yes. I hope that there's people out here that can relate with like the yep. circles running through my head because it just feels like dating a dating outside of my race right now would make me feel uncomfortable because of the things that I would have to talk about. Like yep. I mentioned to you real quick, I just want to say. The whole R. Kelly situation. Yeah. Like, talking about that is really hard with any man, but I think I would get really pissed off because I just feel like white men are... Your experience couldn't have been anything like mine. Like, yeah. it couldn't be... When you I was a black girl... You don't know what it's like to be over-sexualized. Exactly. For a black girl... Black girls are treated as black women. That is, like, the conversation that needs to be had when it comes to this whole topic. And I just feel like white men don't understand that. Now, at the same time, I've been arguing with black men about this topic, too. Mm -hmm. So, really, it's really a gender issue. But just the certain conversations that I would have to have with the amount of energy that I have right now would not match. And I would probably get frustrated. And there's things that you can google or figure out on your own that i just don't feel like i should have to explain right now yeah definitely and so it's not even that like i have a certain type or whatever really it's that i have a dude but i don't even have like the thought of dating right now is like stressful but like i think that if i was single and i had to date it would be so exhausting for me to have to explain things yeah to someone right now that are so heavy there's so many fucking issues that we have in the world i don't want to talk to you about why yeah i put silk on my head yeah that all the way up until like why i'm it's a problem that me and my brother are more scared to drive in a car than you are yeah all of anything in between when you're in a relationship you kind of just want to relax and chill and that's not to say that like a white guy can't give you that because i feel super chill but you know it's i get it when black women say that they don't want to date white men i just wouldn't i wouldn't judge someone for dating outside of their race Mm. i can't i was with someone for seven years (laughs) like that would be so crazy of me but for me, no, not yeah. right now. I will say, you know, an example I was giving you is I there's this video on YouTube where, you know, I feel like we're all not perfect, but there's this video on YouTube where it basically is this woman. She's this gorgeous, like deep, 
deep like beautiful um african british women with this like huge fro and she their title of the video was uh, i had to explain what white privilege is to my husband and i remember that video always popping up on my timeline on youtube and being like i would hate doing that in a shoot i would hate doing that (laughs) and just being a little bit like oh that sounds exhausting Mm -hmm. but the other day i i watched the video you know what i mean so i think that it really is complex and it's not a one-size-fits-all type Mm -hmm. of situation Mm -hmm. you're always going to i don't know you're always going to we just navigate differently. Yeah. Like, we navigate through the world differently. Yeah. And I think that, like, you know, I have a bunch of friends that are white and whatever, but I just don't, none of them I have to explain this stuff to. Yeah. You know? I think when you're dating someone and it's new, I would have, we would have to, like, we would, there's going to be conversations that need to be had at some point that yeah, I don't, that I wouldn't be able to have true with like you don't necessarily need to have them with a friend or you just assume no you know you know what i'm saying or like these kind you know based on things they've said or the way they act from for me i hate that i keep saying that for For me personally personally, all of my friends i've known for so long yeah i know based on like just random conversations that we've had you know how they feel and if you're a, a ally or not yeah. I feel like I'm talking at you because we're sitting across from each other. It's no, I weird. like it. You're looking into my eyes. It's I know. Nice. It's, I'm like, mm-hmm. is it an episode if I don't like basically hit on you? I know. It's so funny. <laughs> if you were at our event and saw Deb basically propose to me. Yeah, <laughs> I did. Deb low She didn't say to me. yes. <laughs> I was like, Deb, get up. <laughs> get up. What are you doing? But like, yeah, oh. do you have anything else to say about race? I don't want to say anything that's gonna. Cause I'm tired. I, I, you're tired. In general, I'm tired as a black woman. I'm tired, <laughs> but I'm also tired. Not of the topic, but I don't know. I just feel like I. So I just wanted to talk about it and bring yeah. it up. Well, I actually, I didn't want to talk about it. Kia wanted me to talk about it. I'm sorry. Okay, so in the beginning. When we first made this mm-hmm. podcast, uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but we made the podcast one, like, drunken night. Like, we created the format, and we chose ten topics right off the bat one night. Just, we were at in Old City just having beers and just made the entire podcast, basically. So, I remember we wrote down interracial dating as a topic and we were like laughing and cackling and just being like oh we cannot wait to talk about that um because we both were at a point where we had dated white people and we were like we're not dating white people anymore and we Mm -hmm. both knew that about each other so when we started recording the podcast like you know I think before I started dating this dude like I was like oh yeah I can't wait to talk about that and I was like we were even like thinking of friends who we knew dated a lot of white people in the past that we were gonna like basically put on the spot Mm -hmm. and they didn't want to do it but we were like ah you gotta do it with us and it's because like you don't want to you you don't want to offend someone but I feel like we have found a way and created a platform Mm -hmm. where we can be honest and truthful yeah about also like considering how someone may feel like yeah i don't want to be offensive but at the same time like this is my experience and this is what i've dealt with and 
And because I went through it, and because yeah. you're going through it, that means other people have. True. So, and we wanted to bring someone on who could also, like, speak to that. But right. it's funny or, because, and, like, two weeks ago, Kia was like, we should do interracial dating as a topic. And I was like, no. <laughs> We're not doing that. <laughs> yeah, and to be honest, like, that has, that's stressful. But at the same time, that we're really... Ugh, this sounds like I'm, like, bragging. But it's really brave. T- just for me to talk about sex. Every time we talk about this, I'm talking True. about sex or, like, past experiences. And I have a whole boyfriend. That's <laughs> Like, that's... It's, like, it can be really uncomfortable. But yeah, not true. really. <laughs> but I want to be uncomfortable in everything that I do. And yeah. I, yeah, I just feel like it's something I think about a lot. So I want to put it on my podcast. That's the whole point yeah. of the podcast is to talk yeah. about things I think about a lot. Right. Yeah. Or conversations that you would only have, that we would only have with each other. Yeah, like, basically. Oh, that's what like this my is. My boyfriend isn't around. This guy isn't around. So let's just like fucking talk. And we end up talking about like interracial dating yeah. or what it was like to date a white guy yeah and why i won't date one again or why you decided to date one like i think that that's okay to talk about and i'm happy we decided to we didn't go too in depth because me and deb were talking earlier and we were like yeah the the conversation of race in general is a very big umbrella yeah there's so many things that unfold and unravel um and we live in a time where we think that black people should have a voice especially black women exactly for us that's our platform so i'm happy that we um got to talk about our experiences i hope that everyone else feels comfortable talking about theirs tell us how you feel seriously please tell us your experience comment on our shit and be like yeah i dated a white guy and it was great and i'll do it again a million times or Or, Why did I become Southern? I don't know. I'm like, I dated a white guy. <laughs> or like, yeah. Or you, tell us about dating like Asians and shit. Because I, I mean, I dated an Asian. I dated, but we didn't talk about it. Oh yeah, true. But I've never dated an Asian guy. It's honestly, I haven't dated that many guys. Let's true. just put that out there. I wouldn't say I've been I'm in da- like two major relationships, and then I like dated around in between but really it was more so about sex but i'm wondering like i don't think that i'm approachable to asian guys Mm, that's a different thing i think that like that's real not necessarily to asian guys but i think that black women are also like stigmatized in a different way so we're over sexualized and fetishized but we're also seen as like unapproachable Mm -hmm. and and, and intimidating yeah and that's a whole nother thing all the time yeah my face is always like "Mm, don't talk to me stop it i don't want you to talk to me i used to work (laughs) at old navy and i used to um have a manager who was so cool and she said something to me that was like whether it's true or not it really like kind of shaped how i thought about dating um, she was engaged to a black dude and she was saying like, you know, was she white? She was Puerto Rican. Okay. So she was engaged to a black dude and she was basically saying like, yo, like I get a lot of like people saying like, oh, how come you only date black guys? Blah, blah, blah. And she was saying, it's not that I'm only interested in black guys. It's that, you know, other guys find me intimidating or unapproachable so i just tend to date black guys i'm interested Mm. in guys of all races black guys are the ones that just tend to holler at me in that way and whether it's true or not it just made me realize like damn like you can really be interested in all like races of course we just we we don't think like a race is a type like you don't i don't think you can have a 
type be a certain but race I want, I... but at the same time it's like i mean i think it's partially like other people whether um other people are likely to approach you but it's also yourself too yeah whether you're likely to say, notice exactly yeah when i was dating my ex it seemed like my mom even said it. she's like white guys look at you all the time mm. and i'm like i wonder if i look like someone that, like i don't know what that means like what does that yeah. mean yeah and now that i'm not with a white guy it seems like no white guys try to talk to me uh, well that's a lie every once in a while but there's more black men so i'm like i wonder if it's just what i noticed yeah it could be like, what, what you do noticed. i have eyes for so maybe she didn't realize that it was like people that there were other people of color or white men that were looking at her yeah i don't know i, I don't I know i think it's complicated for sure yeah i think that you can't like statistically run you can't really find that numerically like you can't really prove whether it's right or wrong but i think there's truth to both sides for sure um there are like surveys and stuff we should have looked that up but like there are surveys that say like oh like who's most approachable or who is more approached or wait how can you tell though I don't think you can tell. Just from people, I'm just like, saying. saying that's what I'm saying. No, 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 I don't think I'm you not can asking tell. you. I'm saying in my head. Like, how do they do these surveys? Do they go to bars and look at? But what neighborhood were they in? There's just so much to question. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's complicated. That's just it's my experience. That's Deb's experience. Yeah, let us know your experience. She's hot. <laughs> I'm so hot. tired. I didn't really get any sleep because I pulled my hamstrings. Oh, there's like a a slew of children running right outside the window mm-hmm. um i didn't really get any sleep because i pulled my my hamstrings or something so that was something that was unfortunate for me you guys i obviously have some muscle problems <laughs> please i don't know i go to yoga i don't know what you guys can do for me but i need to start stretching more getting older i know once i hit 25 i literally fell apart <laughs> literally no seriously i was thinking that i had a bag of peas underneath my shoulder a bag of um spinach on my left hip uh, a bag of veggies right under my hamstrings that were elevated above my heart and i was like this is it i'm falling apart <laughs> this is <laughs> the, the start of my together. decline they say that you start to die at 25 yeah i can see that every day i think i have cancer I know that's bad, and that sounds really morbid. I don't think I have cancer every day, but, like, I had um, really bad migraines, and, like, I put in my symptoms on WebMD. And it's always cancer. No, no, no. Cancer was at the bottom, and, like, there was all these things, this whole list. And I'm like, oh, my God, I have cancer. And he's like, no, well, he, Joey, he was like, no, you don't. He's at the bottom. That's the very last thing that it can be. I'm like, all right, fine. I just, you know, assumed. Um, okay, speaking guys. of health, <laughs> yeah, le- oh, perfect transition. Oh my god, I know. We're I'm so used to not having a transition that now we're talking about how excited we are that we have a transition. So now, speaking of health, Deb's ho ho uh, ho ho <laughs> ho hopeless in health. Is that what we used to call it? That's but, what we used to call it. But, but it's our just a health, health tip. tip of the day. So I feel like. Kia keeps just sending me my help tip of the day, which makes it easier for me. But I have some good ones, too, coming up the pipeline. But um, this one is, does a vagina adapt to a partner's penis? So, okay, listen to this, you guys. 
Indeed, the vagina is able to adapt to almost any penis size. Wow. Doctors say that cases when it's too narrow are extremely rare. If there are such complaints, the most likely problem lies in the lack of lubrication. Can the vagina be too wide? This is unlikely too. The muscles widen to hold a larger penis and conversely shorten to hug a smaller one. You can experience experiment with tempo and positions to adjust to each other. Over time, you will find a position that will suit both you, you both, and bring the utmost enjoyment. I believe that. Right. So the reason I know that this is real is because we have babies and then we can like have sex again in our oh yeah true, 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 true. like I hate our, when guys... our muscles like stretch mm-hmm. and open up big enough it's 10 centimeters for mm-hmm. a head to come out mm-hmm. and then shoulders like a whole baby can come out of there and then we have sex and it's fine there's no such thing as getting loose i fucking hate when men say that shit and it definitely doesn't happen just because you have different partners like what the fuck does that mean <laughs> like you like of course you want to keep your pelvic floor tight and that contributes to it but it has nothing to do with your tiny have, ass penis but i've had a friend tell me that like one of her one of her it's this guy she was dating knew that she wasn't having sex with other people when she moved because her vagina felt the same that's we wouldn't it always feel the same though according to this article yeah, I'm just reading this article. This was a while ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she like, told wait, me this. Um, but yeah, I feel like our vaginas were pretty much... It's a muscle. Doesn't it stay the same? But, okay, but we also... We can't contradict ourselves because apparently Kegels keep it tight. True. I mean, I think that ke- Kegels keep the pelvic floor tight. So that's mm. different from, like, the vaginal canal. And, right. like, I think a lot of men, like... I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I'm really because, not a doctor, because, honestly. Because, like, I've squeezed around a vagina. Yeah, true. Yeah. Around a vagina. Around a dick. Around I do, a dick. I do that, too. Yeah, I'm glad to know that like I'm not the Kegel. only one. Yeah. That's so, a like, nice little trick, I would say. Did you yeah. say it's a trick? I don't know. I try to squeeze if I'm like... <laughs> if you can think that hard. <laughs> be like, I want your babies. Don't... <laughs> Don't try, fucking leave. Yo, if you try to have somebody babies, just hug it. Squeeze it. And squeeze. It, and, and then I'm like, fuck, I have an IUD. But in the moment, I'm like, I want your babies. <laughs> I can't believe you're saying that right now. The way you respond Dude. to me when the babies. <laughs> yo, I swear once I turned 25, I was like. Oh. So now you're falling apart and want children. Y'all, I'm, I'm learning a lot about them today. <laughs> Bitch done switched up. No, well, that's what happens. It's and you're you're hormonal, and you get older, and your yeah. ovaries are like, bitch, give me a baby, give me a baby, bitch. Um, um, but yeah, our bodies literally talk to us through yeah. through different ways, and our hormones. For I think women, for our hormones do that the most. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm yeah. not a doctor. I don't know. Um, I I think okay. I don't know if this is really relevant, but. I've, you know, have an IUD and no guy has ever said that they felt it except one guy. So maybe my vagina just conformed to his dick in a way that he can't feel my actual IUD because IUD is, as we know, an intrauterine device. So his his dick 
wasn't going up that far but he might have felt my strings that like hang out mm-hmm. um into your vaginal cl- canal um so he might have felt that and i feel like maybe it's because my vagina adapted to his dick yeah yeah but also that's good for men yo if you're a guy and you have a small penis just know that a vaginal canal can hug your hug your penis also, I think I want to talk about um, on our next episode. I want to talk about being digmatized. Mm, um, we, I don't know if I've we, truly been digmatized. Right. Maybe I'm digmatized. See, that's the know. conversation we need to have. No, when you're digmatized, you know, so you're not. But that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> when you are digmatized, it is very like you feel it, and it's real as fuck. Um, but we'll talk about that next time. I just wanted to bring that up for our listeners. Yeah. Because I want them to let us know if, if they've ever they been feel like they have been digmatized or if they are currently ooh, digmatized. Um, email us. Email us. DM us. Because that's really easy. We know. Yeah. Um, just so y'all know, people DM us all the time just to like We're talk. so popular. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, if we post something in our story, some people will just hit us up and tell us, like, what they've been thinking. And that literally will make my whole week. I could be having a horrible day and someone will be like, yeah, I've been listening to your podcast and it's great. That's all you have to say. And I'm like, well, my whole week has been made and I'm happy now. My friend, she texts me updates as she's listening to the podcast. That's amazing. I know. I love it. So if you want to do that, too, we'll try to respond in live time. Like if you have just comments you want to make about the podcast, please respond to us. Yeah. Um, I think this is pretty much the end of our episode today we should start doing instagram live yeah i would love to do instagram live just like 10 minutes on a like a short topic that'd be awesome so comment on like for some topics you think we should do or dm us whatever yeah yeah all right guys awesome so kia do you have any last words for us oh my god i do Uh, no this is awkward okay it's awkward um my last word is i just want everyone to know that i feel like it's important to date whoever you want i was gonna be is that what you were gonna say i i truly want everyone to be happy whether it be alone or with someone else and whether it's outside of our your race like do whatever the fuck you want because when I was dating outside of my race, I was perfectly happy and fine. Like I really didn't give a fuck. It yeah. wasn't until later on that I started thinking more. And it was all and it was really about loving me. So my point is, yeah. Love yourself enough to be with who is going to make you happy and just add on to add into your love cup. Yeah. And make it overflow. But I have similar last words. I, I think a true connection with person is so rare. And sometimes that, you know, just falls outside of what your expectations are. Mm. And that could be income expectations. That could be race expectations. That could be all sorts of expectations. But if you truly click with someone, of course, you know, of course, maybe that connection isn't always enough. But it's definitely enough to worth exploring to explore i think you should explore it no matter what because it can help you grow as a person amen all right right, you guys see you later Bye. bye